0: I think I'm a special look What are we doing what are? We doing?
1: Welcome back, episode six on the half turn with Andrew and Chad, ready to get back after it.
0: We sat through six of these, well, five of them seemed to be six,
1: yeah. It's great to be back.
0: And I'm ready to keep going. These are fun. I like doing it. Um, yeah, I like when. I, the, I hope you like doing it. I, yeah, but, yeah. I mean, well, I, we talk soccer all the time, so might as well make it something that other people could listen to. Yeah. Another Hopefully, f-
1: another football Friday. We're here again.
0: Let's get it. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, people are enjoying these. Sharing I Sharing with their friends. Yeah, it seems we're trying to put out more content on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, where people can interact. So, like, we put up a few polls. Where you've been commenting commenting back to a lot of people on TikTok, so hopefully people just kind of keep following those platforms. Hey, we're we're working
1: hard. We're working late night tonight. Yeah,
0: we we have a makeshift podcast studio, so Sixers were were on. We were we
1: were working through the Sixers game, so
0: yeah, we were sitting there like grinding out some content, getting ready to go. So uh, yeah, let's do it. So what do we got today?
1: Well, let's start with what we're wearing.
0: You know, oh, good shout. You want me to go first? Yeah. So this is probably one of my favorite kits. Uh, like I said before, my favorite player, Josie Altador. Boom. So I have, I think, three or four of his jerseys. This one is 2014 white jersey from uh, the World Cup in Brazil. It's got the collar. It's so tough. Uh, I love the collar. Oh, it's so cool, yeah. I think I it's one of the jerseys best-looking jerseys. Yeah. So...
1: The light uh like pinstripe looking thing. Oh yeah, it's across. got some
0: got some pinstripes on it. The collar's nice, I always button it all the way to the top. Oh uh, yeah. How about you? You
1: can wear that to church.
0: Yeah, no, it looks like a polo. Wear it to work or something, tuck Man. it in.
1: I got a uh That was from two thousand fourteen, right? Yes. Alright, so this is from two thousand ten Portugal jersey. No one on the back. Um, Dude, two thousand
0: ten, yeah, what it's 10... twenty one. Now you're eleven. Yeah, I, I bought
1: it. I bought it at a soccer tournament. I was at one of your tournaments at uh, Fort Dix, and I I bought this Portugal jersey. He's such a I young guess, guy, right before the World Cup or mm-hmm. or something. So it's ten years old and it fits me. Must Let's have see. been big on me when I was a little guy.
0: I was going into high school, so maybe the summer going into two thousand ten. You were four, or I was eleven. You were fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. So I was gonna be a freshman. So yeah, we were a long time ago. Yeah, we we're, we were pretty small. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's cool. So what are we gonna talk about today? Um,
1: well, we got ML. We'll talk MLS. Uh, some other news. We'll get into um, the FA Cup, championships, a little bit of Premier League, and a little bit of other news. And then later, we're starting a new little segment. That we'll do every once in a while. We're gonna do a draft. So we'll have a certain topic. So ours is the one today is US men's national team players. Mm -hmm. And we're just gonna draft back and forth, flip a coin or whatever, see who gets the first pick. And we're just gonna draft our team. And you guys are gonna let us know
0: whose team's better. We'll keep track of the record. You know what I think would be a fun idea what? is that we have our eleven. So what what we're gonna do is draft a full national team eleven based on like who we think is the best right now, and then we'll we'll put out like lineup cards of our team, and maybe like a few different tactics, like specific tactics, and we'll yeah. let you guys vote uh, on on who is better, whose okay. lineup is better, or who who you agree with, you know, our different takes and whatever. So that should be cool.
1: Are you more of like a, a coach that kind of goes at it or you like wait to see what the other coach does what do you mean like are you a coach that's like here's how we're going to play and we're going to do it yeah or are you a coach that's like let like let's try and shut them down no
0: no no, it's how we play okay so maybe it's different i think you know at the highest levels like you're not going to be the best team every game no matter what level you are but at the highest levels it it's more of a chess game than people realize but at, at the younger levels, especially like with me, if I'm coaching anywhere up to, you know, like you want to develop players. So to do that, you have to have a style. And I think the style to develop players, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But if you're on the front foot, the aggressor, you keep possession, you're the ones like playing, playing the dangerous balls and putting them on their back foot, then the players develop that mentality and they get more touches on the ball. They get more reps in, in possession, I guess you could say. You you're get, right. you know, you're developing the player's brain, the player's foot skill a lot more than if you just. I've been to tournaments where you see like u 11 coaches saying like, "Hey, just kick it long," or like, "Just defend." Like, we want to hold this lead. It's like, you're 11. Like, go play the ball, play passes, like, run at people, attack them. So that's the way I would coach, and that's the way I'm gonna pick my team. And let's not let's not get into yeah. it. Okay. You might you might steal some of my thunder. Nah, yeah.
1: we have different opinions on uh-huh. certain players. So, I know who you're, who you're going to... But we'll save. we'll save it to the end. Yep. Yeah. So, but before we get to that, start some MLS. Unfortunately. Um, yeah, our beloved union. Um, crash out of the MLS's back tournament in the semifinal. <coughs> I mean, it's a pretty it's, good game. We definitely had chances to win. Yeah. And,
0: Honestly, you know, like, you know, thinking like in a macro sense, the Union, they're built to press. This four-four-two diamond, you see it a lot in Germany and like other parts of Europe where teams are kind of stacking the midfield and they press as a unit and they're trying to win the ball back and play in transition rather than hold the ball for long spells of possession. So when a team, oh, excuse me, when a team like Portland just kind of sits behind the ball, it's really hard because then you don't get in the spots you want to get to. So I don't think it,
1: there's, yeah. there's not a lot of sitting behind the ball for Portland yeah. um, early in the game, but once they got that goal, it was literally yeah. 10 guys behind the ball. And, and I like Jeremy Obobese. He's, he's good. He's yeah, clinical. Yeah, he's solid. Dude, but Portland was so good on the counterattack.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's Valeri. That's that South American. Valeri, uh, Blanco. Giovanni, Giovanni Savarisi, the coach for Portland. He's a good coach. Yeah. Every everything I've heard from him, he's good, so
1: yo, Blanco has an assist in every game. I don't know if he had, I don't know if he had an assist in the uni game. That's actually But every crazy. game before that has an assist. You might I think a few podcasts ago I was like you said something about Blanco and I was like Blanco's not that good.
0: And I don't remember talking about Blanco.
1: I think you mentioned him for like a quick second. Uh, and I just said, Ah, oh, he's not that good and he's probably gonna win like Yeah. If they win the thing they probably he probably wins the player of the tournament. But yeah. him and Valeri are really good on the counter. Probably so, should
0: have – the game honestly should have been 4-1. to one. So final will be sometime this week. They play Orlando. So I don't know when people typically listen to this podcast, so I don't want to preview the game too much because people might be listening after. Gotcha. So kind of a waste of time. But I don't know. Orlando doesn't do it for me. Like Nanny, he really, like, isn't that good. Like, he'll come up with a few moments every game, but, like, like he lets balls like he's he's kind of slow to the ball. He's not completing all his passes. He just kind of hangs out on the wing. I mean, he had that one really nice goal. I didn't watch the game because of the weather delay. It got too late, but I'm pretty sure he had two goals. Yeah, the one I didn't I didn't see the second one. The the first one was he took a uh, started on the left, took a touch with his right and crawled it. It was nice. Oh really? Yeah. Is.
1: Oh. Like uh, then his other one was he was on the left. Um. T- took a touch, was able to get in between um, the defender and the ball, mm-hmm. and just like slot, slid and then went under the goalie. Uh, People were hyping up that matchup because I a a lot of time to watch the pregame because it was <laughs> delayed. Um, they were saying uh, Nanny versus Dotson. It uh, was Dotson's. But to I guess Dotson yeah. must not shut him down. So well,
0: That's enough Orlando City talk because that team's boring and I don't like them.
1: Let's go back to the union real quick. Let's talk about how it might be Mackenzie um, and Aaronson's last game for the Union. It could be. I don't,
0: I don't think so, and I don't want to see them sold yet because if they finish out this season, I feel like their values would always, always like they'll they'll keep going up in value. I don't think uh, this is the highest point of their value. I mean, sometimes you just got to sell while they're hot, but
1: if you can get a few million dollars for. I mean, you could definitely get a few million for Aaronson, maybe a million or two for McKenzie.
0: From a reputation standpoint, I could see Ernst Tanner and the union only selling to someone who they think could all, like continue to develop them. Celtic. Yeah, dude. So <laughs> Celtic's the, apparently in on all of, both, dude, both of them. Going if to they win as a package deal somewhere, that's my European team. Yeah. For sure.
1: McKenzie would be like uh, Van Dyke. Yeah, <laughs> McKenzie's Van Dyke. Go to um, Celtic, then go to like a, a middle-of-the-pack Premier League team, and then go to a top team and be the best center back in the world.
0: So McKenzie's going to Manchester United in three years.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I thought Aronson's um, game in the semifinal, he played a really good one, game. Yeah.
0: He's at, like Just like we said a few episodes ago, when you start turning like bad games and average games, then, like, that's when you know, like, you're a real player. Because like, a lot of times those guys will, creative players will be on some games, but their bad games are really bad. So it, it's, like, reassuring to know that even when he's not on and clicking all the time, he could still make the right pass. He could still do the work defensively. He could still contribute to the overall buildup and stuff. So that's good.
1: Now here's what I thought. Later in the game when Elsino came on, like, we weren't getting too many chances, but when Elsino came on, he gets the ball, he tries to make things happen. But you know that every MLS team, when they see El Seno come on, they're dropping two or three guys, to cover. Yeah. Um, which opens up space for Aronson. Like late in the game I was like, just give the ball to Aaronson. Yeah.
0: And if uh, I, I feel mean, like a lot just, of people will like they'll say like, Oh, the union are doing a disservice to him because they play him as the ten and that diamond with no space. Maybe that's true. I don't really think that's it's definitely not untrue that statement. So, but maybe he is, like, a left-sided midfielder that just likes to tuck in. Or maybe he is, like, a real 10 with two mids behind him. I think you just, he just let, let him float more. just go wherever. He, yeah. But the thing
1: is, he just needs to get the ball more. Yeah. I, he had, seven, I think, 17 touches.
0: Yeah, that's and not the, enough. Like,
1: and he played the full 90. That happens a lot.
0: But I'll, he does expend a lot of energy pressing, too.
1: Yeah, but that one play to um, you were, like,
0: freaking out you're like oh my god that touch was so good yeah it was it was uh-huh. like uh casper shavilko scored but he was called off sides but yeah. he had like a little like shoulder dip and turned like towards the end line and it was right before he like gave him that assist that was called off it was such a nice play
1: dude i i learned the move from aronson and i see him do it a lot it's like kind of like a basketball move like where you're dribbling at someone and you do like a little like shake like yeah. kyrie irving he does that, but does it all in the soccer, time. and it literally shakes the defender. If the yeah. defender's flat-footed, yeah, and you do that thing, they don't know which side you're going to. Well, it's
0: all about changing speeds and taking a big touch. Yeah, uh, so. yeah. Cool. All right, let's let's move on.
1: Um. Oh, another thought. Do you think uh, leagues will want to buy in the MLS now because of some of the young MLS players moving over and doing well in Europe? Uh, for example. For sure. Alfonso Davies, Weston McKinney.
0: See, a lot of the well, you're gonna count McKinney as a MLS product? Yeah. He started in MLS. Not really.
1: He didn't he didn't play in
0: MLS, but he started in there He was like Academy. Ba- he was basically like a product and spent like I think like a year max in F C Dallas' Academy. All right, if out. you want to get real technical with but, that, but I, no, the I think the like I said, I think the first or second episode I said like eyes are on MLS right now. Like we gotta do this. Like have all your ducks in a row. Like, you gotta be a selling league at some point. You don't have to be a full out selling league. You don't have to be the Ever You can still have older players or whatever. But like when the time comes to sell these players, you gotta be ready. And I've seen FC Dallas botch that multiple times. Like they weren't ready with Weston McKinney, they let him go for free. Reggie Cannon wants to go, he wants to challenge himself in Europe and transfer talks have broken down with multiple clubs. So these guys you got you gotta let go if they're ready to go and they wanna go. Even if it's not to the you know, some super high-level team, but if it's a team that's constantly competing for a Champions League spot in Belgium or something, it's a higher level than MLS. So let him go, challenge himself, get in the Champions League, get in the Europa League.
1: Yeah, agreed. So interesting, interesting point. Uh, another thing I wanted to bring up, things that just came to my head throughout the week that mm-hmm. I just wrote down. I thought I'd we'd want to talk about it. Is so everyone knows that LAFC went out of the tournament quarterfinals. Yeah, quarterfinals.
0: Kansas City, right? No, no.
1: Um, Orlando. Uh, and have me thinking. So LAFC love to play their football, as as, my, as, as Bob, Bob R- Bradley R- likes to say. Is that kind of soccer not good in knockout stage games? I wouldn't say it's not good, but if you look at Pep Guardiola and Man City, they haven't done too well. Yeah, they won the. One cup, but they haven't done too well in the Champions League. And you look at Bob Bradley's LAFC team; can't get it done in the
0: playoffs. Okay, so then this—it's kind of like a chicken or the egg thing. Because if you don't play that way, you might not be there in the first place. If they're not dominant in the regular season, they might not be the one seed, so they might not have the chance to get knocked out. So the best way to guarantee that you could play, that you could be in those later rounds and the knockout rounds is to play that way. And it's like, it's more of a guarantee that you're going to be good. So you're developing your players to play real soccer, possession-based soccer, like free-flowing attacking soccer. And that way, your your team kind of knows what's going on. If you don't do that and you're just grinding out results all the time, like like a lot of college teams or something, every game's like a 50-50. It's like a coin flip. It's like, can we nick a goal from a set piece or whatever? And it becomes less, I wouldn't say, like less predictable, I guess you could say. But the 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 better you are consistently over time, it's kind of like it's more of a process than a results thing. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah,
1: but here's It sets
0: what... the floor higher. Like Maybe on a given day you don't play your game or the chances don't come, but it sets the floor for your team a lot higher.
1: So here's what I'm thinking. So LAFC want to play this possession or whatever, and they can throughout the season. If they're playing like a regular game, I don't know, like against the Union or whatever. The Union aren't going to really... I'd say um, just sit back and defend and make it hard for LAFC. They're going to want to play their own way. Mm-hmm. But that might change in playoffs or knockouts um, yeah. because then the union are thinking, oh, we just got to grind out this result. Ooh. And it's, easy, it's almost like that's exactly what you need to do just to get the win against a team that plays like this.
0: Yeah, well, I, it's a skill to be gritty and to defend and to win set pieces and Playing transition so it, that's part of the game too I, I mean people like i'm all for developing players in like some sort of possession based system with lots of attacking but the, like there's a huge chunk of the game that's not that you could dominate possession 60 40 but that's 40 percent where you don't have the ball there's probably 15 to 20 times where you lose the ball and you're pretty vulnerable so you got to be able to defend in transition you got to be able to at least clear your set pieces you got to be dangerous on your set pieces you gotta your clearances have to be okay. You can't just like botch every other aspect of the game. So I see people come out and they want to play like pretty little soccer. They get pushed off the ball or they complain or whatever. And it looks good, you know, on the street or just doing moves, but it doesn't it doesn't translate to anything. So I see you see that at every level. You th- you see what I mean. Though? Like mm-hmm. it it could be a reason why yeah. they. get – But overall, the better teams are always going to do better in general. Yeah, You don't see, like, uh, Manchester City is always going to go further than, like, the Austin Villas and West Hams of the world because they they are better. They play that way. But maybe on a given day they lose to them, but it's less likely because they're hopefully developing so much better.
1: All right.
0: right. Let's bang out some of these other topics real quick. All right. You want to talk about Nisa? Yeah. So uh, Nisa is the league that my team, the Fury, were going to play in last year. Before we kind of dropped out, but uh, so after we dropped out, they finished their fall season, they started their spring season, it got cut short because uh, of COVID. So, in the summer, they've been able to organize like kind of like a regional tournament with some NISA teams and some amateur teams. NISA's is considered professional, and then some like high level amateur UPSL type teams. So, that's pretty cool. I'm not gonna like go into too much detail, I haven't watched much of it, but if you want to watch like some good soccer. Like, go watch it. it. It helps to support your kind of, like grassroots teams. There's, like, a couple Maryland-based teams in this tournament. And then the actual league itself is starting, I think, Sunday the 8th. And all the Ninth. games. The 9th. Is it, you sure? Sunday's the 9th. Today's the 7th. So maybe they play tomorrow, Saturday. Okay. Uh, It's Michigan Stars and Chattanooga. I think it's just Chattanooga FC. Uh, so they start the regular season. So hopefully it's safe. I, I doubt there'll be any fans or whatever, but... It's live soccer. A lot of these guys are Americans. So they've been around. And it's not... You watch like some Premier League games or Champions League games. You're like, wow, that guy's so good. It's great to watch the best players. But a lot of times, like players, it's hard to get to that level. But a lot of these guys are really good, but it's more relatable. There's There might be a few more mistakes or a few more long balls or yeah, a little bit more grit involved. But it's good soccer. There's a lot of guys that I played with that now play on the... Uh, that Michigan Stars team that's playing Saturday night I think so
1: that's why I like the stuff like that in mm-hmm. the USL I like MLS to see guys too. I
0: like to watch like if I played it for, like with or against some players that go on to play at a higher level I like to watch their games one root for them, and two just like to see the level that they're at to see if what I thought of that player fits into their system or if they've grown as a player or maybe I was just flat out wrong on what I thought of that player so it's kind of fun like soccer nerdy thing for me to do
1: yeah just sticking with the u.s soccer so check
0: out nisa if you guys are interested yeah it's it's just the actor the acronym is nisa and their games should be on a website called my cuju so it's my c u j o o and i think you, you could i think it's free i don't even think you have to make an account there's just like some ads and stuff but the games are normally streamed live right on there Leads us to and you could sponsor. rewatch it too no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that would be actually be a great sponsor for us, too. Yeah. All right, I got some other news,
1: but I'll just run through it. Chime in if you got anything. Mm-hmm. Um, U.S. soccer-related, so Wigan, they're Wigan Athletic, right? What's the name of the I'm Wigan pretty sure it's Athletic? Wigan Athletic. All right, Wigan. They were in the um, EFL championship in England. Um, and Americans on that team, Anthony Robinson... They, we talked about it a few uh, podcasts ago, that they were in some financial trouble and mm-hmm. stuff, and they were going to get a points reduction, and they appealed it. Their appeal got denied or whatever. I don't know, and they're getting relegated. So Anthony Robinson, his team is getting relegated to the third division in England, but there's a rumor that he's linked to West Ham. West Ham in the Premier League. Yeah, so if you
0: big news. Read anything about Anthony Robinson. I didn't get obviously didn't get to watch a whole lot of his games, but apparently he outperformed his level and like most of the championship level. So he's young. He was linked to AC Milan this past summer, so I think he's got that potential to like go on to a higher level. And teams want him; they're willing to take a chance on him, especially if it's six or seven million, like they're saying is rumored. Like take take a chance on a guy. You know, maybe it works out.
1: Yeah, and if you're a U.S. men's soccer fan, you know how bad we needed a left back. Yeah.
0: So a good young left back coming up big yeah it's a big story too what happened with his team so you, you probably just look it up there's a lot of financial like back and forth with yeah donor and stuff you so know and looking.
1: another another thing is uh sebastian soto another american he played in the we watched him play in the u20 world cup last summer yeah um he made a move from hanover to norwich norwich just got relegated down to the second league in england but it's pretty big how old is he
0: July twenty eighth. So just past his birthday. Two thousand. Yeah. yeah. So he's twenty. Yep. I I rate this guy a lot. I thought he was. He scored a few like four yeah.
1: four goals. Or? Yeah.
0: He scored like some good goals at this World Cup and. Uh, American Lewandowski to me, big number nine, like he's not just a hold up guy, kind of runs the channels. Yeah, yeah, he looks good to me. So I, I think this guy's legit, clinical finishing. But I don't think he's playing with Norwich
1: next season. I heard that he's going out on loan or something. It'd be good for him. So. Yeah. So I don't know where he's what what the team is that he's going to, but yeah. And then sticking with the championship, we had the championship playoff. Um it was during the week, right? Yeah, it was Tuesday, I'm
0: pretty sure. I think it was Wednesday. Either yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday. Either Tuesday. way,
1: Fulham with the 2-1 win over Brantford. Um, two goals from their left back. His name's Joe Bryan. <laughs> if you guys get a chance to watch the highlights, do it. This dude caught the goalie um, out on a free kick. He was taking the free kick. The goalie thought he was going to cross it. The the goalie made a be- <laughs> like jumped forward to, mm. when he was about to kick it. To um to like try and pick off the cross, mm-hmm. and Joe Bryan the left back just knocked it in near post and scored. Joe Bryan sounds
0: like a FIFA like yeah, generated yeah. name.
1: Doesn't sound real. And then his second goal, he just kind of dribbled through a few guys, made a one-two and finished. Mm-hmm. Um, Fulham. That team features an American, Tim Ream. I don't know if he was the captain for the
0: game. Uh, he's normally the full the Fulham captain yeah. though. He's uh that's uh, one of the guys I compared my game to. So, yeah, a big stiff. You Center look like him too. Uh, I don't know about that. He doesn't he have did.
1: that thick of a beard, it, I don't think he did. Though I was he, gonna say my beard's not as thick. I think thing. he tr- trimmed it a little he bit. He needed to. He was, but in that game, dude, I didn't. I haven't really watched much Tim Ream unless it's for the national team. Dude, he was pretty solid defensively. Mm. But his passing and what what he's known for is his passing and not really his defense. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, he's known for his defending. He's a defender. But his passing in the game was like. Very shaky. Really? Yeah. I, I he feel gave like a lot away. I every mean,
0: time I watch him, there's always one part of his game that's shaky and one part that's like solid. Yeah. So like sometimes his defending's shaky, but his passing's good.
1: Yo, he, remember when I said that he was right-footed? I found that he's left-footed.
0: Yeah, I am pretty sure I knew that, and you tried to tell me otherwise. I thought he, I thought he'd yeah. I thought he was a right-footed left back. Right-footed he can only play on the left side of defense. Yeah.
1: Well. All right. So the team that they beat, Brentford. Crazy stat, are now 0-9 in championship playoffs. Jeez, would they
0: re- uh, really go hard in like probably like the late 1900s or something? What do you mean? Like, did they just play in eight other championship playoffs at some point? Like the late 90s, 80s, something like that?
1: What are you talking about?
0: Brentford. If they're 0-9 in championship playoffs, when did they play them? Probably, re- like, recently. It doesn't sound... I, I'm pretty sure they didn't play them Well, recently. over time... That's not what I'm saying. The they played them in the late You make it sound 90s. like they're playing in the yeah, 1920s. They played in the, the Revolutionary War. No, I'm saying... Jeez. they I'm, I'm <laughs> guessing they played them in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, the Revolutionary War in England. Yeah.
1: Um. Anyway, yeah. What are you looking up? When they played these championship playoffs. Oh, you're not going to be able to find Yeah, them. I know. Yeah, so they're... Look, you even saw a headline. You look up Brantford and you already saw a headline of Joe Bryan, the left back. So, yeah, Fulham's going to be a fun team to watch in the Premier League. Excited for that. They're joining West Brom and uh, Leeds. So, all right, you ready to get on to them? Um, they announced the shortlist for the Premier League awards this season, uh, the player of the season, the manager of the season, and the young player of the season.
0: So here are the player of the seasons. I want to hear your thoughts. Hold on, I do wanna say that uh, they've had a lot of Brantford has had a lot of playoff failures and on Wikipedia it says nineteen ninety three to nineteen ninety seven. So literally the late nineties like or the nineties, uh, like I said.
1: You said nineteen hundreds. Well it's the same thing. <laughs>
0: Alright.
1: Alright, who's your player the season between these players that they had? Alexander Arnold, Kevin De Jordan Henderson, Danny Yings. Sadio Mane, Nick Pope, or Jamie Vardy? If you want to look at it. I have
0: mine. I think it... For me, it's only between... I mean, Inks had a great season. But it's between Vardy, De Bruyne, and Alexander Arnold.
1: Yeah. See, I don't get why they would give it to someone who's not on the winning team. You know, like, they're on the winning team, so pick the best player on the winning
0: team. I guess, or just pick the best player in the league.
1: So, Jordan Henderson already won one player of the year award or something, and apparently he's the front runner for this player of the year. That's crazy. I know, isn't that weird? Alexander Arnold deserves more than him, and I I like Jordan Henderson. Yeah, my pick is Sadio Mane. No way. Yeah, way, bro.
0: He's the best
1: attacker on the best team.
0: Like, like, I don't you're, know you're
1: Alexander-Arnold? He's playing yeah. right back.
0: So, the amount of goals he probably contributes. The, Dude, what, the, the, the tactics are goals? so advanced now where you could just whip in crosses from wherever, play key passes all the time. You want to
1: talk about the amount of goals he's involved in? Look at Sadio Mane. All right, now you're going to look it up. It's going to take another 30 seconds. Sadio Mane goals. That's literally what you looked up 22. That's a lot of goals, 36 appearances. All right, so your pick is Alexander Arnold?
0: Alexander Arnold has. Oh, never mind. That's in the Premier League total. Let's see. I know he has 12 assists. He's 30 clean sheets. No, that's total. All
1: right, man. Let's move on. Manager of the season Jurgen Klopp from Liverpool, Frank Lampard from Chelsea, Brendan Rodgers from Leicester, or Chris Wilder from Sheffield? Just give it to the clap and move on. Yeah, we'll it has to be. It. All right. Young player of the season. Alexander Arnold, Jack Grealish, Mason Greenwood, Dean Henderson, Anthony Martial, Mason Mount, Christian Pulisic or Marcus Rashford. So if you want to look at it. No, I'm
0: just gonna, I'm going to give it to Alexander Arnold. I mean, yeah. Just because he's of the year. just because he's been a mainstay starter for like 3 years now doesn't mean How is he Jack can't Grealish
1: be. on this list? The dude's like 23.
0: It's probably under twenty four. Like a lot of these, that. like yeah. the FIFA Young Player of the Year and all that stuff. I think it's, they're all under 24. I think Greenwood
1: could could win it. I mean, oh, they have Rashford too. Oh, Rashford could win it, but I don't know. Alexander going on your pick? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, keeping with the Premier League, let's talk about that FA Cup final last weekend. It's brutal. Brutal, yeah. Pool sick goal though.
0: Hmm. So. Yeah, uh, on my TikTok page, I broke down the goal. If you want to go, I mean, it's just like a little 40 second clip breaking down the goal, but really good play. He finds, uh, he was in transition. I think they're, I don't know, what would they do? Um, Arsenal was attacking. They uh, they play the ball out. Pulsic flicks it on. Drew uh, heads it down or something to Jorginho, controls it. Pulsic finds space on the half turn. He's kind of on the half turn. Almost a full turn. Turns and runs at the defense, gives it up to mount, and then just finds his way in the box and just keeps keeps running. And that's like he's not just a winger, he could kind of do it all. Like tucks inside, he plays in transition. It's like really like a goal that kind of encompasses like his skills and what he's yeah grown as, Great as a player. Too. Yeah, really good finish. And then he goes off what was it? Like three minutes into the second half. Yeah, he must
1: uh, he must not get in those uh leg stretches he, he you know, did not do right? his front
0: kicks and back kicks. Yeah. He did not open the gates and close the gates. <laughs> uh but yeah, so they said 4 to 5 weeks so that takes it to about the start of the Premier League season. Yeah. So out for, League, out for the Champions League but It's not like
1: uh, they're going
0: to win anyway. So hopefully he just gets healthy. I mean, just look at his body type and the way he plays like he's going to be injury prone. There's guys that you know, maybe I've I've actually heard this from like some athletic trainers and stuff that if someone is prone to like soft tissue injuries, I guess they're called like hamstring pulls and strains and groins and quads, they're probably less likely to have ACLs and like really bad stuff like that because those muscles that aren't are those muscles might be too tight or not like can't move in those ranges of motion, but they'll they'll get injured instead of them being too loose and not being able to contract and kind of keep the knee together or something like that. I'm not. I'm not a science guy, but you sounded pretty sciencey. Good. I, yeah. That could be totally wrong. There could be one science person listening to this that just yeah. debunks that. But all right. Well, the FA Cup wasn't about pulsic.
1: It was. It was about, about pulsic. I mean, to us Americans, but shout out Arsenal fans. Congratulations to you guys, Nick Ellis. You guys. <laughs> you guys are 14 uh, time winning the FA
0: Cup. It's kind of crazy. The thing. Jeez they the kings of, FA of the Cups. FA Cup. You think they won a lot in the late 90s? Yeah. The 1900s? I mean, I mean, look it up. they probably won a lot of FA Cups in the 1900s.
1: Aubameyang's been killing it, dude. I don't know if he's going to... He's good. Uh, there's rumors he might not stay at Arsenal, but... No, I
0: heard he's trying to sign a long-term deal. I hope so. I like him at I'm, Arsenal. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah you especially finally have like a world-class type talent that could start for just about any team in the world. Like, keep him there.
1: But imagine if he goes like Barcelona...
0: Like he's, not going Barcelona. To, he's not going yeah. to go to Barcelona,
1: dude. When I see a Bamiang, dude, I think of
0: Thierry Henry. I guess they're very similar. Henry was much better. Oh yeah, but um, they did just sign William on a free. It's a good get. Yeah. Like Williams a solid player. Like, yeah, like we could hate on him here and there, like because he kind of competed for with Pulisic for a spot every once in a while. Pulisic would earn the penalty, he would take him, but he's a good player. It's a solid
1: player to have around for.
0: Oh, yeah, like two three seasons. A free maybe? transfer, too. Like, you could start him every two or three games in place for somebody, so it's a good one.
1: So, my opinion on Arsenal winning the FA Cup, I think it's obviously great for Arteta. I think if um, new managers come in, and if they go through a few seasons without winning a trophy mm-hmm. in soccer now, because you'll be in uh, the head coach for two seasons, and if you don't win anything, they might sack you. Yeah, so it's good that he honestly half a season and he already won a trophy. I think so the, the FA
0: Cup would buy him time and a little more sl- like swag with the f- with the fans and the club. But you're at Arsenal. I think it's kind of a low bar to shoot for the FA Cup. You you want Champions League spots, ideally Champions League trophy, but it's pretty far out. But Premier League, you want to be competing for those top two spots. So, like, I don't have a, a favorite team in the Premier League, and sometimes it's fun when. Arsenal lose and everyone gets mad, but I, I want to see them like take the next steps to being a really good team to being like a top top team. And I think they can. Our title ball. We'll see how they do
1: in this off season. Mm-hmm. And some other news. Um, you know we're big fans of uh, Kubo. Kubo. Takefuso Kubo, the Japanese um Is he really winger Japanese? attacking. Yeah, I think no, he's Japanese. Oh, he's Korean. I could be. I, I'm pretty sure he's Japanese though. Fact check. But um, for Real Madrid, he signed a one-year loan for Villarreal. Just give him a shout-out because we're big Kubo fans.
0: Yeah, he's from Japan. Nice. Kawasaki, Kanagawa, Japan.
1: Thank you for trying to pronounce that. (coughs) So, we have another um, big transfer news is Ake. What's his first name? Nathan? Nathan Ake? Signs for $40 million to, um to Man City. Yeah. How do you think he'll fit in?
0: Yeah, so I don't know about this one. I, obviously, Ake's good. It was really good this season. But, you know, he's okay with the ball. It's I'm Every player, I believe, will develop under Pep. He'll develop them the way he wants them with the ball. You've seen players just improve, improve, improve under him. But where's he going to play? He's not going to play left back. And Laporte is, like, locked in as, like, He's one of the best center backs in the world and he's a left center back. The point is his left foot is so good distributing out of that spot, and Pep' Pep talks about it all the time. Can he play right back? He can or, I, play, mean, I mean he right, can center play back? right center back. I'm, I'm yeah, sure I mean, they'll figure teams it out. Teams play two right footed center backs and now you have two left footed center backs. It's almost like they're just hogging all the left footed center backs. Yeah.
1: So I saw this. Man City have spent more than three hundred million on defenders. So there is let me see. Jaquan $58.5 million. Laporte, $58.5 million. Mendy, $52 million. Stones, $50 million. Walker, $47 million. Ake, well, $41 million, it says here. Danilo, $27 million. And Angelino, $11 million. All those were bought under Pep. He spent a yeah. lot of money on well, center one, backs. I think he...
0: Still has a problem. He recognizes the value in having them, and he realizes when they have a skill, like, laporte like you go buy a player that eventually will develop into that skill so if it's playing out of the back if it's passing if it's breaking lines then it's worth it for him Uh, i mean i don't know what he thought he was going to get out of danilo for 27 million but i'm actually surprised john stones went for 50 but i actually like john stones
1: from Everton. he was good on Everton.
0: yeah i think he's a good player like yeah it's easy to be like oh like you know rag on john stones but he's solid i take him on my team any day. I wish he would play more because I want to watch him play. He just literally doesn't play.
1: I don't know. Is he hurt? I'm not he sure. Should have been. I have no idea. But another interesting thing is Dybalo wins. Is, like We're just pulling uh, stories from
0: all over. Random facts. We're
1: talking Nathan Ake going to Man City. Now we're talking Dybalo winning Serie A MVP. Now, I think this is big because... Like, Dybala, everyone's been saying, oh, he's got potential, he's got potential. Is he finally becoming one of the best players in the world now?
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe. It's it's literally been years, people, say, like, is the next. Like, he kind of plays like Messi. Like, a mix between, like, Messi and, like, Aguero, I've heard. Like, he kind of plays up top, but kind of likes to float deep and dribble. So, it's cool that they, like, finally got him rolling. Yeah. Uh, I heard, like, Juventus was good this season. They got knocked out of the Champions League but and he was good and like if whatever you read or what uh, people say he was better than Ronaldo this season like Dybala was the best player on that team so yeah it's cool yeah, it's it's like it's weird Dybala because guys. it's like a guy who everybody kind of knew would end up being one of the top 15 players in the world and he was just like kind of never there or like never thought of as that people He's, still kind of sleep on him i guess
1: his growth like what you said, growth isn't I'm always saying, linear. Yeah, I guess they I'm a smart guy. Went huh? up. What do they call it? They say plateau, right? The plateau. Plateaued stagnant, a little yeah. bit, and I feel like it's finally going up. And yeah, I'm I mean, room for them.
0: That's yeah. kind of like something important that we should talk about. Is Player development is is not linear. Players don't go, get better, get better, get better, get better. It's literally like they might get better. They might stay the same for a while. They might suck. Then they might go up a lot. They might have like a quick rise. What well, looks like a quick rise for some guys Might be like after a few dips. So, like a a lot of times, I mean, you'll see it with like center backs or a lot of, or you know, even like young wingers or something like that, where like you think they might be like the next like Wonder Kid and they kind of like just level off. You don't really hear from them. And then it's like, oh, this guy's good again. Let's buy him. So, that's, I feel like it happens with a lot of Brazilians too. I mean, it's definitely going to happen with Odegaard. Odegaard was bought by Real Madrid when he was like 16, so it's a bit of a different case, but you see like he go somewhere else and develop and he's pretty quiet, but then he starts like kind of climbing up the ranks. So,
1: oh, I mean, watch oh. it.
0: And it's the same in youth soccer too, but uh, I think when guys get to high school and college, then you start seeing that the development isn't just, he gets better every year. Like some guys, like for me in my high school career and my college career, I would say the growth from after my junior year to my senior year was like the biggest jump. It's like junior year in high school and junior year in college. I had the biggest jump, so it really just kind of depends on the situation. Maybe Ball is a big fan of Sorry Ball. Marisa, Sorry. Yeah. All
1: right. Last point before the draft, we can talk Champions League a little bit. Mm -hmm. First of all, now on CBS, I don't know what they're going to do with some of the guys that were on TNT, like um, Marisa Dew. Uh, Steve Nash. Steve Nash. <laughs> Who was Who's the other guy? There's someone
0: else. Uh, I don't. I don't remember. Someone else, like kind of cool. Like I thought he was cool. What was it Stuart Holden? No, he was on it when Fox had it. I forget.
1: But uh, <laughs> wait, no, it might have been Stuart Holden. But I don't know what happened to those guys. Now they got Roberto Martinez, the Belgium coach, mm-hmm. um, Micah Richards, and Jamie Carragher. I think that's his name.
0: The Liverpool game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't watch any of the pregame show. but Yeah, I did a little bit.
1: But what did you think of the game?
0: Yeah, so we Real- watched uh, Man City, Real Madrid. Thought Real Madrid looked not good. I mean, Benz was class, obviously. Like we said, he's one of the best strikers in the world. Hazard didn't want the ball at all. Looked like he didn't care. Just kind of walked around. Gaining, like, gaining pounds, you, man. If you are a world-class player and things aren't going your way, go get the ball off somebody. Like, yeah, Cruz doesn't have to play a 30-yard long ball every time he gets it or whatever. Like, go get the ball from him. He'll be happy to give it to you. Go get it off him. It sucks for Verona, you know, two really bad mistakes. He's one of the best center backs in the world. It happens. That's why, you you know.
1: Yeah, I'm sure those mistakes are – obviously, Ramos wasn't playing, so that Mm -hmm. hurt them. But those mistakes were –
0: that happened to every player, it just happened that it, like they it. happened in one big game in yeah. t- twice. Yeah. So that progress isn't linear. Yeah.
1: They're definitely disappointed in, in Hazard. I, I I don't get it, man. Like yeah. maybe it's just the team's just full of stars and he just doesn't fit in. Full of stars. So you don't just... really
0: have a style. Like, I, I think Zidane's a good manager and he obviously put together some good teams, but the team's got no style. Is it yeah, just how crew how Cruz and Modric run the run the field? Is but they that they were
1: playing Man City. Yeah. And like, Pep's good coach. One of the favorites. So, I, I thought the Man City press was, was solid. Mm-hmm. They, well, nothing, really nothing through the middle. Yeah. Made it hard for them. Mm-hmm. Like, Starlings' goal, how, what minute was that? That was early in the game. Was I was right, saying they couldn't even down. get out of their own 18 yard box, dude. Yeah.
0: But I would so. say, uh, obviously, when a lot of people listen to this, it might be, there might be a whole other round of Champions League that they watch. So, but I, I think in the future it'd be cool if we, like, kind of pre-plan a game that we're going to watch and then, like, have everyone else watch and then maybe we kind of go in-depth and give our thoughts and then see if anyone else has, like, other thoughts. They put them in the comments or something like that. And that way, like, it's a full, like, kind of tactical breakdown, you know? Yep. So, the other game, uh, Juventus. Leon. Did they, they won or they? They tied, right?
1: They won the game, but. they won. Yeah, they won the game, tied.
0: but lost. It was 2-2, lost on away goals. So, Lyon's going through. It's funny. They they won the game tied on aggregate, but lost on away goals. Yeah, so. It's crazy. It would have been cool to see Juventus keep going, but Lyon's a good story, I guess. Yeah, I mean, mean, the French team, like, someone we don't really watch, so it's kind of cool to see. They didn't play
1: the rest of their season, so maybe maybe the French teams are ready.
0: Yeah, maybe PSG is ready to go. So we won't talk too much about the other games because we haven't watched them yet. It's Friday night. Uh, but there's to get Barca Napoli and second leg of Bayern and Chelsea. So yeah. just watch those, tune in, let us know what you think. Yep. All right. Ready for the draft? Yes. All right, let's do draft it. Draft
1: number one. On the half turn, draft number one.
0: So let's uh, pull up like a... A virtual... A virtual coin flip because I forgot a coin. So basically... What we're trying to do is we're drafting. It's not going to be a snake. It's just going to be whoever gets the first pick. Then we'll just go back and forth, drafting men's national team players. If we had a game, what, like tomorrow? Like right now, this current right now, time. all yeah, healthy. Yeah, everyone's healthy. Everyone's eligible. <coughs> Jeez. Um, so there's no, like, I, for me, I'd like to look ahead and, and say, oh, I want this young guy because by the time we get to Qatar in 2022, he'll be ready, but – it's more like right now. So, it's a lot of young guys who are kind of breaking into first teams, but we're not really going to pick them because, yeah, it's all set about right now. So, yeah,
1: this is our chance to assemble our own squad, put our own tactics in, see mm-hmm. who's the better manager, see who mm-hmm. people agree with more. Let's do it. So, all right, heads or tails? I'll give you the option. Tails. Tails never fail. It's flipping. Let's see. It's flipping. It's heads. Oh, bro. So I'll take first pick. I'll, oh, I'll gladly no. No. take first pick. So, let me grab my information here.
0: First pick is very coveted in this draft.
1: So, no brainer here. I'm going Christian Pulisic.
0: Okay. As a winger. Yeah, so we won't have to put him in positions yet, just kind of in general. So I'm up. Yep. This is big. I'm going to go This is tough. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to go Serginio Dest. That's a good pick. Cuz it's it's he could play right or left back for me, and it's a weak spot. It's very team. weak spot for both. I mean, we have a little bit of depth at right back, but left back is is tough. So
1: yeah, left like backs, man. All right, all right. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna give Stefan. Hmm. I'm gonna go, give go Zach ahead. Stefan, the goalie.
0: Does nothing for me, so. That's I wasn't planning see. on taking Zach Stefan. Not that I think Stefan's bad. I'm not really a goalie. So you weren't expert. planning on taking Stefan? No. Oh, maybe if he was just there in the later rounds. But I wasn't going to take an early round goalie. If that's if that's what you're going. I thought for. you
1: wanted. I thought you. I don't even <laughs> like Stefan as a goalie. I think he gives the ball away too
0: much. Gee, I really want Tim Reem. I sure hope you don't take Tim Reem. Hey, he's on my short list. All right, so. I have Dest. What if I just took Reggie Cannon? (laughs) (laughs) Start off with your
1: outside backs.
0: All right. So this works okay for me. I'll take Tyler Adams. All right. Versatile again can play the six or the eight for me. Go box a box. Uh, Kind of gives me flexibility later in the draft to see who you pick.
1: You're going to be that guy playing at, like, right back?
0: No, no, I already have a...
1: Inverted fullback.
0: I could say Adams and Dest as my two outside backs, which would be kind of nice, but I'm not going to play him an outside back because I don't think he'll play outside back for the national team.
1: All right. If you're going Adams, then i got to go McKenny. I mean... Weston.
0: He... Let me check him off my list. He is very good in the air, very aggressive, like amazing at winning tackles and stuff, but... I don't know if I wanted to pick him anyway. I was gonna let you kind of take him. I knew he was—he's—he's he's good, but I don't know if he really fits my system. I mean, I'm playing. I'm who a, doesn't love a, a center mid who just works hard and can win you the ball back? I do love it, but box Adams box. can do that, but also play passes.
1: Dude, I think the potential a,
0: is there for McKenna. I hope so. And I hope he develops, but right now, right? Can he play passes that Tyler Adams can play? No. I have tricks up my sleeve. But
1: can? But can? Uh, Tyler Adams getting the box and score goals like Weston again?
0: No, that's just on set pieces. I have a few.
1: Nah, dude. I For think the national w- team, he scored is, a few, few McKinney, goals from late runs.
0: Weston McKinney needs to improve his like res- receiving the ball and dis- and distribution. It's I'm sure he's working
1: up. on it, and we're gonna be working All on right. it in training. So
0: next, I'm gonna go with.
1: It's really pool sick, and then
0: it kind of everyone Yeah. Yeah, we. So one thing I did kind of notice is this pool is not too deep. I we're kind of caught in a little limbo here where the there's a few good, like pool sick, obviously, but then there's a big drop off, and the a lot of the young players that we're kind of putting our hope in aren't quite there yet. Especially if we have a game to win tomorrow, you know, we're going to Costa Rica and we have to win a game to qualify or something like that. But I will take a guy in his prime. I'll take John Brooks. He is good enough with the ball. Not like fantastic, but can play the passes. Good in the air. So he's kind of like a a set-piece threat. Uh, He'll probably be my left-sided center back. And he's he's good defensively. If you keep the game in front of him, he's good defensively. So I'll take John Brooks.
1: All right. Well, guess who I'm taking? I'm taking Aaron Long. I love Aaron Long. Um, he's not the best with the ball, but he'll just sweep everything up.
0: Are you just gonna play kick and run and just, just pound at the pull a sec or what? Nah,
1: but like he's de- I think he's a better defender than John Brooks.
0: Maybe one v one. John Brooks is shaky ball. on defense. You don't you only play defense when you have and aaron the
1: ball. long can score on set on uh, attacking set pieces. Okay. John Brooks had no goals. The dude is 6'6", and did not have a single goal in the
0: Bundesliga. Okay, but it's also Wolfsburg. Yeah, but still, dude. Like, All right, if so, I was 6'6". So I have a center mid, a center back, and an outside back. So I'm going with my man, Josie Altador. I need a forward. He could head in goals. Take him. I don't want him. He could head in goals. He could score goals. He can get in behind. He's got good hold-up play. He's got good link-up play. The, the fact that people hate on Josie Altidore is absolutely ridiculous. Give him service, he scores. Look at the way he played in Holland. Look at the way he played in MLS, the way he played for the national team when he gets service. Sunderland, he didn't get service. And people just say, like, what do you want him to do, dribble through the whole team? He's a service striker. So if I could keep the ball and be able to, you know, work the ball around the field, you know, maybe get some guys in the box, one of my other targets later in the game, or later in the draft, I think uh, I think we'll be able to get him the ball. Dude, I know what you're talking about there. No, you don't. Uh-huh. You, you do not. <laughs> you don't know who I'm <laughs> yeah, talking dude. about.
1: All right. Um, I'm going to go uh, Reggie Cannon. That mm. right back. Get that right. get that right back out of the way.
0: Solid. Uh, I mean, I'll give you that. I don't think he's as good as Das, not as versatile as don't oh, No,
1: but... A games uh US game tonight, Reggie Cannon's probably starting at right back.
0: Dass would probably start at left back. Probably. Alright, so, so it's Reggie my Reggie Cannon so have...
1: of, uh, Still FC Dallas, right?
0: Yes. Right. Um Okay, I'm gonna swing for the fences here. So on the wing, I'm gonna take Jordan Morris. Now, I don't want people to Man. think like I'm super pro Europe or pro MLS. I'm pretty neutral on both. I hear both sides. A lot of people hate when people play in MLS. A lot of people think, oh, everyone in Europe is a snob or whatever. But Jordan Morris, 13 goals, 6 assists in MLS last season, helped lead them to the MLS Cup. Uh, Yeah, they won the MLS Cup. He was good in the MLS's back tournament. He had a good year for the men's national team, like tore it up in Nations League, which you know kind of isn't hard to do when you're playing Cuba and those kind of teams. But he's good. He can dribble at people. He'd probably link up with Josie door And if we get our wingers kind of going inside, but could also play with the ball a little bit, then we get our outside backs up the field and into the attack.
1: All right. Oh, I don't know who to pick here.
0: Were you going Jordan Morris?
1: No. Nah. See? Oh, I, I was thinking about Jordan Morris, but... I might have to go Miles Robinson.
0: That's a good pick. That's a, I like, I'm going I do Miles like that Robinson
1: pick. from Atlanta. He was injured, I guess, for MLS's back. Yeah, I think so. Solid player. I don't think – has he made an appearance yet for the national team?
0: Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he got hurt at the – I don't know if it was the the camp leading up to Nations League in October, yeah. but he got hurt before MLS playoffs and Atlanta United it was super mad. But I mean, there's a lot of clips of uh, Miles Robinson on YouTube. If you haven't seen him, like look him up. He's like he can he's strong. Out of pressure. He, could, he could step it. Yeah, he could step yeah. into the, in the midfield, win a ball. He could play a ball out of the back. He's pretty calm on the ball, so he's good.
1: Yeah, I really like him.
0: Yeah, that's a good pick. So you have Miles Robinson and Aaron Long as your center back partnership. Yeah, all you need is a left back, really. Yep
1: all right do you did you select the right back yet i have dest oh so you need a left back i have, do I need a right back
0: i mean you could play can i play either? tyler adams at right back that, that's really how to get the, the best players on the field for me but i'm not gonna do it
1: might look good on paper but my team looks expose yours. years mm.
0: there's a couple guys i want here I'll wait on it. Take who's available. All right, I'm gonna take. Not to be that guy and think that I'm so much smarter than anybody else, everybody else. But I'm gonna take Chris Richards. This is me. I passed up on Chris Richards. Yeah. So this is me going down swinging with my uh, with like my opinion on a player. So he's good. I mean, watch him play. Watch his highlights. Uh, in what, the U-20 World Cup.
1: Tell tell people who don't know. Yeah, he
0: was fantastic. So, he currently, he grew up playing for, like, the Dallas Texans or one of those club teams, went to FC Dallas, didn't really, I don't think he made an appearance, went over, got signed by Bayern 2, or by Bayern Munich, played for Bayern Munich 2, which played in the third Bundesliga, I think. So, the third division in Germany, played there. This season, he, like, started a bunch of games. For... uh, for Bayern too, yeah, and I'm pretty sure they got promoted to Bundesliga too.
1: I don't know if they get promoted or not,
0: but yeah, I forget what it is. But the the rumor is that he's like pushing to make that next step and be like a squad rotation guy. He
1: made he made the Bayern team for when they won the Bundesliga, so he yeah. was able
0: to celebrate with. Yeah, that's cool. And
1: I think he made an appearance, a few appearances at the end of the season.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I gotta look that up, but I think he did. He's Uh, really good, and there's rumors he's going out on loan to a a Bundesliga team, and if he does, he's a Bundesliga caliber starting center back with John Brooks, and if he doesn't, he's in training every day, probably with the Bayern first team. Like He kind of graduated from Bundesliga 2. He was one of the better players on Bayern 2. No, I keep saying Bundesliga 2. It's Bayern (laughs) 2. He's one of the best players on there. He scored some goals, did really well. His passing is really good. And if he's training day in and day out against Lewandowski, against, I don't know, who else is he going up against? Thomas Muller. Like, those are legit guys. And he's playing alongside Saúl or Jerome Boateng or David Alba. Like, that's legit. So, so I know,
1: Jerome Boateng yeah.
0: Jerome Boateng. <laughs> I got that accent. Josuakimic. Yeah. That's legit. So I think he's ready to go right now. And maybe if we had a game tomorrow, he's shakier than a Miazga or something. But... I'm going down swinging. He could pass. He could defend. And I believe in his right foot, John Brooks' left foot, distributing out on the back.
1: Nice. So I'm going to go winger here. I don't know oh, which dude. one to take. I,
0: I know the two you're thinking of. I'm going to go Paul Areola. Oh, no. Oh, that's a shocker. I I thought you are going a couple different directions. Nah, wow. I'm going, I didn't even have him on my list, to be I'm honest. I'm going
1: Paul Areola. He's... Uh, out with an ACL right now, yeah, but he, right he'll now. do
0: a job out there. He's a workhorse.
1: He'll do a job. See, Cannon and Areola on that
0: right side's not too see, strong. You're, but. you're straight up just going for let me take the best player available. I'm trying to build like a system here. There's dude. dude. There's not that many people to choose. Dude, to, like, trust choose me. From. All right, so you take Areola. I don't have much else to say there.
1: So you weren't gonna? Were you, you he wasn't op- on my
0: list at all. I don't. I like Areola. I think he's pretty good, and I'm probably underrating him a little bit. But I wasn't gonna take him. Okay. There was other options. There. Yeah. All
1: right.
0: All right. Got- so there's a few guys that I like, but I want to shore up the midfield. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take Michael Bradley. You got to. Yeah. I can like- I can I get this takeout while we're doing this draft? Let's hear it. Let's hear all the
1: TikTok. uh, Yeah. So, what I do a lot of
0: times is I'll take a few hot takes that we have, clip them into TikTok or Instagram or whatever, and, you know, just get like that content out there so more people could see it. So, a lot of people saw my Michael Bradley take and were just going nuts on me because I said he has like some class performances, potential, whatever. Because, you know, he came onto the scene like 2008, 2009, played really well in the Confederations Cup, really well in the. World Cup 2010, had some really good games as he went from uh, – he was at Austin Villa for, like, a few appearances. Uh, Mucing, he had, like, 70 appearances for Mucing Gladbach. Went to Rome, uh, Kiev, Verona, went to Roma. And then from uh, Roma, you know, he had some appearances and played well against some of those teams. And then they bought a few other really good mids like Pjanic, went back to MLS, been really good in MLS and for the national team. Wasn't great in the 2014 World Cup. But look at the stats. He was asked to do the most running out of anybody in the group stage, out of any team. That, so that's Jurgen Klinsmann, you know Euro snob number one, kind of hates MLS, Put, taking him, putting him out of his natural six or eight position, putting him as a ten, and telling him to go hunt the ball, just forcing him to press because he believes in that skill so much. The build up to that World Cup, he was great. Wasn't terrific during the World Cup. I definitely criticize him, but he's good. He has legit qualities. And yeah, maybe we should have moved on after him, but that's not his fault. Like everyone has a, like some recency bias, like, oh, he's not that good. Like we didn't qualify for Russia, but that's not just on him. That's on everybody. That's on the defense. That's on the goalkeeper. That's on the forwards. So it's not just Michael Bradley. And you see his potential and his, like his class he strikes a ball, like a Pjanic or a Pirlo or a Jabilonzo. He could, he could drive him. He could float him. His passing out of the back is good. He could get it on the turn and pass forward, like probably easier and more effective than anybody else in our pool. So if we're dominating the ball and we're playing out of the back, like get Michael Bradley on the ball, let Tyler Adams do the dirty work. He could play some passes too. And I think we're solid. Just the
1: thing with Michael Bradley sometimes it's either he's hit or miss. Like he'll yeah. have a great game,
0: or he'll have just oh, not like a horrible game. And people will just, see. I don't think you know, his horrible games are as bad as you think. And he, he they
1: just are got set though. Up. Like
0: he, he, I don't know, he'll make some dumb decisions. And then the fact that the the part that I hate the most is that people will comment on whatever piece of content I put out about Michael Bradley and just be like, "He stinks. He's terrible. You're an idiot." It's like, all right, well, give me some facts. I'm here to talk soccer. Like you can't just say he sucks and then move on. You gotta be like, all right, well, what game did he suck? What did he do? Was his passing bad? Was his defending bad? Was he out of position? Did he try to dribble out of pressure? Sometimes you do that, but. If you're going to play a possession-based style, you got to have guys that can pass the ball, can ping a ball, can play out of pressure, can think the game. Yeah, he he can think the game. And if you unlock, you know, right now it's kind of tough, but if you unlock that like 2010 Michael Bradley, he was he was really good.
1: Unlock him? What do you mean? Would you as the coach you're going to unlock Michael Bradley yes. from 10 years ago?
0: Yes. yes. Um that was more of a he's response to what I was too. talking about in that in that clip. Mm-hmm. But this version of Michael Bradley, I think, is better, still better with the ball than Weston McKinney. He's better than I don't want to. Were you gonna take Pomacall? What? Were you, you gonna, right now? No. Were you I good? wasn't gonna take Bradley. I was, you my done? other option there was Paxton Pomacall.
1: I don't have him on my list. All right, I so Pomichol. I would say I'm he's better for what Pomichol I want to do but.
0: than Paxton Pommacco. Yeah. All right, so go ahead. So, so that was a long one. Sorry. What you just
1: said is probably gonna be clipped. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be that guy. I'm gonna take Giorena.
0: I love that. I I had I'm him in the center mid spot and the winger yeah, spot. Yeah, I'm, just I'm just playing him at the ten.
1: Yeah, that's cheeky. Yep, and Pulisic and Areola running at your back line. What are you doing?
0: Just defending it. <laughs> so Giorena, Pulisic, and Areola. You still don't have a forward. I know you're gonna take, but. Um, okay. Yeah, he's good. Really good. What I position? love Giorena. Yeah, he's good. He's, he's really good. So right what now the I positions have positions you need. I have two center backs, I have an outside back, I have a forward, a winger, and two center mids. So I need a ten, a winger, an outside back, and a goalie. <laughs> I think I'm gonna save the goalkeeper for last. Well obviously I we already you have, a have a goalie. goalie. I'm yeah. not gonna draft two goalies. <laughs> um
1: Not too many out there, man.
0: All
1: right, yeah. The
0: jet. No. All right. Anderson. Um, no, I'm just kidding. This team is looking more and more like a mix of hipster U.S. soccer and a mix of old school MLS lover U.S. soccer combined. Okay. But I'm gonna take Uli Lanez. All right. So youngster this hasn't guy. made a first team appearance for Wolfsburg yet. He's been on the bench, I think, a couple times. But yeah, grew up in Chivas USA's Academy, I think. It was with somebody else. Went over to Wolfsburg. has been playing with their U19s. So it's still a good level. I mean, it's not like MLS level or obviously not Bundesliga level, but he has a cap for the national team, scored a penalty, did really well, and he fits in with kind of what I want to do. So uh, I'm going to go with Uli Lanez, putting my trust in a younger guy, but give me some of that flair. If I end up playing him on the wing, I want him going at people. If if I play him as a 10 I want him kind of like pulling the strings, like get him on the ball. These guys ha- all have to be comfortable on the ball, in between lines, doing that kind of stuff.
1: Nice. So I'm going to just get him off the list, get my forward on there. Zardis. Oh, Go see Zardis.
0: Okay. Who did you think I was going to select? I from? thought you were going to take Obobese. No. Dude, Obobese is better than Zardis. I'm not Dude. a Zardis hater. I think Zardis could could be decent. Zardis did exactly what Obobese did this tournament. Zardis
1: did exactly I'm Right what now, Obobese is
0: better than Zardes. 100%.
1: Just because he's hot right now does not mean he's better. Zardis has played for the national team. Like, Obobese has not played for the national team. So you can't just pick a guy who's doing good in MLS's back and had a decent season last year. Why can't
0: I? Well, or a guy, or a guy I who's wanted. always good. I'm if not I wanted, even a big Zardes guy. It's funny because some of these I didn't even have Zardes on my list. Not that I'm a Zardes F- hater, really but have I was Zardes on your list. He's the second best striker we have. Well, there's only two people drafting, and I wanted Josie. And if I didn't have Josie, I have my backups, which I'm I mean, probably going to take point, next. Good point, but like Zardes right. is
1: the second best striker
0: that you guys have. So, kind of handicapping myself a little bit. So I'm going to play Ulianas as a ten. So I'm pretty sure he could play there. I mean, I could morph this into a 4-4-2 a bit. But I'm going to go with Tim Weah. So, like we're saying, everybody's healthy. He's been out. He made a move to, how do you say it? Lille? Lille? Lille. Lille, yes. Yeah, no, I'm, no, 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 no. I'm good with my German, not my French. Okay. Uh, and he tore his hamstring a couple of times or something. But he, he's good. He was pretty good in the U-20 World Cup. I mean, PSG saw something in him. But he has appearances in the French League. Got good touch, can run it. Players can kind of get in behind. He can keep the ball, and I think his link-up play is really, really good. So uh, I'll probably play Morris on the right and Way on the left. So yeah, so that's probably what I'm gonna do. I
1: don't know about Way, man. I feel like he tries too much. Tries too much like stuff on the field. I feel like he's too much about. He came from PSG, so everyone on PSG, you know, they got the socks pulled up high, Good. trying to look all tough. Come and in swagging, I swagging. yeah, he's trying to look all swaggy, but I don't know if he he's done it. He didn't do it in the U twenty World Cup. He scored what a goal, I think made he a, a couple. couple assists maybe,
0: but yeah, you're really hating a play, player who's
1: I don't I you know I don't like Whya now as much as all I mean right, I'm not same. saying like
0: all right I, we'll we'll let the people decide so give me we. We might have to wrap this up. I'm not sure how much battery the camera has. We're at an hour and six minutes, right. so let's yeah, get to I'm the i really got a few couple pick. more picks.
1: All right, left back, Anthony Robinson. Mm. Okay. Wait, he's Robinson too. So I got two Robinsons on my back line? Oh, yeah. Watch out. Anthony Robinson's the one from Wigan. So he's uh, very attacking left full back. He's, he's going to get around.
0: The last pull to tuck in a little bit. Think- and get the ball. So I heard this from uh, from somebody, and he was saying that he thinks Marcos, like, look at the difference between Marcos Alonso and Anthony Robinson. Which one is gonna allow Pulisic to play better? Anthony Robinson is pretty clunky with the ball. I think he'll still develop, but he's so like, he'd be great in Division One soccer. People he's, need
1: to stop thinking like that. You're, if you put the if you put the players on the field, they're gonna like.
0: Do they? no, I don't pull, know,
1: man. Dude, is playing for Chelsea. If he is like anybody next to him, like they're gonna be good.
0: Say, let me make my next pick first. Um, see, the, so that's... I need an outside back desperately, and it's literally between Yellin and playing Dest at left back, or. The only Uh, other left back I had. There's a few pretty good ones in MLS, but not interested in them right now. Sam You're picking a player who hasn't made a first-team appearance yet. All right,
1: but, yeah. You could have picked Reem. You could have picked Vines. Gasper, you were just talking about how good Gasper was before
0: we started this podcast. If this is a team and we go into a training camp and we're saying we're playing this way, I don't want Reem. Like, I I love Reem. But that's not how we're playing this this game.
1: You've seen Gloucester playing that was in the U twenties against twenty year olds.
0: Yeah. Now imagine like and he's good.
1: Like, yes, but he's not good enough for.
0: I've seen him in PSV training as well. PSV, by the way, the Dutch team. What they fly you out? They, they've, 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 posted, you they've posted. They posted like for... their full trainings and like full inter squad scrimmages on their YouTube channel. They're really cool, so check them out. Uh, and Chris Gloucester looks good. I mean. Uh, Yeah, I wish I had another option here. Maybe I should have planned it better. Maybe I should have just... Dest is a better right back than left back. And I think... Gloucester... The the drop-off between Dest at left back to Gloucester at left back is... You know, I'd rather have Gloucester than Dest at left back. With Yedlin on the right. So, basically what I'm saying is Dest at right, Gloucester at left, is better than Yedlin on the right, Dest on the left. Yedlin hasn't that. done it in a U.S. shirt in a while. Yeah, but... And he it's... barely plays for Newcastle, so I don't trust him. Yeah. Not I mean, that... you could, you had I, other options
1: at left back. Dude. I do think there's some Ballester. guys in MLS... 20-year-old, man. There's
0: some guys in MLS that probably could do better, but I'm, I'm playing this way. This is how I want to play.
1: All right. So. All right, we'll see you on the pitch. But for my final pick, I need another center mid. Who else but Darlington Nagby? Ah. Oh.
0: Man, dude. How'd you let
1: him wait this long? I completely forgot about him. Because you... <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> because I knew that you didn't have him or, or were oh, thinking about him. I think you are cheating off me, bro. Because he hasn't been with the national team since, I think, his last game was when they lost to Trinidad. Yeah. Freaking Trinidad amazing. and didn't make the But no, that, World dude, Cup. that was all
0: Michael Bradley's fault, bro. They didn't make the World Cup because of Bradley. Not because of Nagby or door or Pulisic, or Tim Howard, or Omar Gonzalez, or Jeff Cameron, or Jorge Villafane. It, Brad- it was all Bradley, dude. Come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right, whatever. All but, right. Um... So, do you <laughs> want me to no, just make funny. my last pick? Yeah. All right. So you're going to laugh at this one, too. <laughs> going back to the U-20 World Cup, I'm going to take David Ochoa for Real Salt Lake that's your goalie? so every read every scouting report on this guy the the only thing I'm saying is he could ping a ball apparently can ping a ball better than Sean Johnson and Ethan Horvath and uh Yarbrough and or whatever his name is Not better Our than random Stephen. goalies uh yeah Stefan's better but I'd rather take David Ochoa so I'm gonna go once again I'm going down swinging with the youth but also the veterans that I believe in There's some veterans, like, I like Nagby, but I don't – I'm not huge on a – who's a random veteran guy you got? Areola. Or worker. Who else? else, What other veterans do you have? Uh, Zardis. Yeah. I I, I like those guys, but they're not it. That's not what I'm going for. So I have a mix, and uh, hopefully the old guys can bring the young guys along. But all the young guys are in good training environments. So I don't want to be that hipster guy – that's saying, oh, they're in Europe. They're better than MLS. But I also don't want to just... I don't want just a random guy in MLS. I'm playing a, a specific style. Not that everybody in MLS plays the same style. Because if we had young player spots or sub spots, maybe I would take a... Uh, Aronson. Or a Mark McKenzie. Or a yeah. Sam Vines. Or a... I don't know. Walker Zimmerman. So... You
1: really wanted that Nagby,
0: though? I, w- I would have taken him, yeah. Dude, honestly... He's the steal of this draft. steal of the draft award goes yeah. to Darrington Nagby. Yeah. He, w- he would have been good for my team. But So, if you don't uh, know our teams, we'll post them on our Instagram once this goes live.
1: You want ru- Do we want to run through them, or you just save it for the... We'll just save it for
0: the Instagram. Okay. Right. Yep. So, that's it. So... Um, to... This will just be the audio if you're watching on YouTube. Our, our camera shut off, our light just shut off. We're upgrading on the production side. Yeah, so we're still working on it. So once we get a sponsor for the podcast, we'll be able to buy new new gear. Please, or if uh, you guys have any suggestions on like what good podcasting gear is, too, that would yeah, be
1: yeah. We don't really know all this tech stuff. What, what camera should we get? How should we improve? Yeah, I mean, let I had a know. GoPro,
0: so I just kind of hooked up the GoPro and let it rip. But it, it, it does take a while to get. Get it from the GoPro to the computer to YouTube. So still working on it, but hour and fourteen minutes. Hopefully you guys kind of stuck with us the whole time. Uh, let us know if you like the draft, if you like our national team talk, our other pro soccer talk, our development talks.
1: If you guys have ideas about future drafts, they mm-hmm. could be like U twenty three in a certain league. Like we yeah. could get like we could do like some real research on yeah. um, some players
0: uh, and what you're interested in. So, so and we we do have we have. A couple ideas on how we can get you guys more integrated into the show, and like, in terms of keeping us updated on like specific players or teams, if you guys want to contribute. And we got freaking awesome guests, like possibly in the works. So
1: yeah, stay tuned.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll give you a hint. Uh, should I give him a hint? Um, it, it'll be subtle. Um, all right, it, yeah. Only the real listeners will know. Yeah. Don't just win the ball. Keep it. All right. You ready? Yeah. Peace. Peace.